yeah welcome in welcome back to another episode of the format podcast sorry i've been away for a little bit um spending some time with the family got to do that but uh, i'm back and i'm in full effect and i'm ready to rock and roll so before we get started on our great topic today steph curry and lebron james and their rivalry <laughs> and you'll find out why i put that in uh air quotes in a minute but uh, before we do, you know what we got to do. If you're here on YouTube already, please go ahead, click that subscribe, that like, and that notification bell so you can be up to date whenever we drop new content. If you want the audio-only version of the podcast, you know what it is. Go ahead, open up your audio podcast platform, hit the search bar, type in the format podcast, do a little search. We should come up. Make sure you go ahead and share this podcast with uh, other people who love to hear out-of-the-box sports talk and not just the same stuff everyone else says. And uh, make sure you give us that five-star review. Helps us rise in the algorithm, helps us find more sports fans, helps more sports fans find us. Now let's get right to it. So LeBron James and Steph Curry, Lakers and the Golden State Warriors currently meeting in the second round of the NBA playoffs right now. Okay. So um, once Golden State went ahead and, and dispatched the uh, surprisingly tough Sacramento Kings in seven games, and obviously Steph Curry had that virtuoso 50-point performance in game seven, which is a game seven NBA record. Um, we started hearing the rumblings. Obviously, LeBron James and Steph Curry are no stranger to one another in the postseason. Um, they met four years in a row in the NBA Finals, Cleveland Cavaliers when LeBron was there, and of course, Golden State Warriors with Steph Curry. He's been there since they drafted him. Now, um, we started to hear the rumblings and the discussions, and one of the things that came up was most people have LeBron James as the second best or the best player of all time. Now, if you guys are longtime listeners of the show, you know I don't have LeBron James even in my top five. Um, so for him to be, for people to believe that he's the second best or the best player of all time, uh, yeah, I just don't agree with that. And it's cool if they feel that way. He's got a myriad of accomplishments, statistical achievements, things that likely will never be matched. I mean, he um, has been a tremendous player for the majority of his career, right? Cool. Where you have him, that's where you have him. So for me, one of the biggest issues, of course, is the losing on the biggest stage. People have a whole lot of excuses about that. I don't. You play to win the game, right, Herm? Hello? You play to win the game. Okay. So even beyond all of that, let's let's go ahead before we really get into the meat of the uh, Steph Curry, LeBron James discussion. And let me ask you a question. Who is the better basketball player? Will Chamberlain? or Bill Russell. Most people are going to tell you that Will Chamberlain was the better player. I don't know or haven't heard too many people say that Bill Russell was the better basketball player than Will Chamberlain. But guess what? Most people are going to put Bill Russell ahead of Will Chamberlain on that mythical Mount Rushmore or on top five or top 10 list, however you want to place those guys. Why are they going to do that? Because Bill Russell did what you play the game to do. He didn't do it to dominate stats and not saying Wilt did, I think Wilt was trying to win in his own way, right? And that's why being the best player on the floor every time he stepped out there. But the fact is, at the end of the day, uh, Bill Russell consistently and the Celtics consistently beat Wilt and the Lakers and Wilt and the Warriors when they played in the finals, right? 11 championships in 13 years is what Bill Russell has. He's the winningest athlete in the history of North American professional team sports. And so that winning is the differentiator right it keeps getting back to it the winning and the losing has to count it has to mean something so bill russell's winning is why most people are going to place him ahead of will chamberlain on the pantheon of all timers now does that mean he was the better individual player no but most people are going to place him 
ahead of Wilt because of the winning and the winning and the winning and the winning and the winning times 11, right? And not just the winning, but also the winning at Wilt Chamberlain's expense, right? So not just the winning, but the winning head to head. All that stuff has to matter. Now, let's move forward. Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, arguably the greatest rivalry in the history of the NBA, the rivalry that literally saved the league. Um, these guys kind of, it, it was the perfect buildup. Obviously, we know Magic Johnson, um, uh, Michigan State University, Spartans, and Larry Bird, uh, Indiana State, Sycamores, right? Both of those guys, they met up in the 1979 NCAA Finals, which to this day is the most watched college basketball game in history, right? So it was perfect. You had the black guy in Magic with the flashy style. You had the white guy from, from the heartland in, in Larry Bird, who could be flashy himself, but um, generally was perceived as more workmanlike. I don't know if that's the racial component talking, but generally perceived as more workmanlike. Um, Magic and his team end up winning that, that national championship in 79. And then these guys go to the league. One goes to Los Angeles. That would be Magic, Glitz, and Glamour. Again, a guy named Magic going to Los Angeles couldn't be a better fit, right? Right out of central casting, as they say. Larry Bird goes to the Boston Celtics, um, basically the monarchy of the NBA uh, at that time anyway. And um, him and his uh, blue-collar workmanlike efforts, uh, East Coast, uh, harsh weather, all of that kind of thing, Bird fits in perfectly, right? Boston. So now you have the two uh, greatest franchises in history and they're going to be going up against each other. You have two superstars ready made guys who deserve the superstar tag because of their skill sets. And then, of course, you have them going to opposite coasts, opposite lifestyles. And now you have them uh, just in a perfect situation because the franchises as well also had rivalries. So they bring the game forward, help to advance it, get it out of a tape delay status make it extremely popular these guys are arguably the two most popular guys in the league at the time really uh bring the nba into the forefront until a guy like michael jordan and the rest of them can come and completely take over so now um i'm a diehard celtics fan anyone who knows me will tell you that and larry bird three straight mvps from 84 85 86 and wins three championships goes to the nba finals five times Magic Johnson also has three MVPs, but he didn't get three straight. But regardless, he's got three MVPs. He goes to the finals out of the West nine times, wins five championships. And if you ask most people, right, they're going to tell you that Magic was the slightly better player. I I'm sorry. They're going to tell you that Bird was a slightly better player. Why was Bird the slightly better player? He was the better scorer. He was the better rebounder. He was not the better passer, but he was also a very good passer. But his all around game was generally superior to Magic. And most people will tell you that, you know, if you lined them up, Bird was the slightly better player. Now, with that said, when you look at most people's all time top tens or top five lists, Magic is almost always ahead of Larry Bird. You know, maybe maybe in the New England area, they'll put Bird first. But, you know, there's other components to that, obviously, the rivalry and all that stuff. Right. So anyway, most people are going to put magic ahead of bird even though bird was probably the slightly better player more complete offensive game and slightly better defender not much but slight right and why is that again because of the winning bird has three championships magic has five in head-to-head -head matchups in the nba finals uh magic beat bird twice this stuff has to matter right so let's fast forward again and we get to lebron james 
who many believe is the greatest player of all time. Many believe is the second greatest player of all time. Me, neither one, but that's here nor there. The fact is he's an all-time great player. He's had one of the single greatest careers in the history of basketball. That's undeniable. The statistical accomplishments, the championships, the awards, etc. Cool. Um, now, Steph Curry. Steph Curry, arguably the most influential player of his generation. Now, LeBron would be an argument except for one thing. He, he's not quite so influential. And the reason being, he's 6'9", 260 pounds. At his physical peak, he could run like a deer. He could still jump out of the gym at times. Not every time now, but he could still jump out of the gym. He can blow past most defenders. Now, I've talked that nausea about the fact that he often throws a shoulder or an elbow into the defender, but whatever. But the point is, his physical tools for his size are pretty much unmatched. And that's the reason, in my estimation, he's less influential than Steph Curry because he won the genetic lottery. Steph Curry did not. Steph Curry 6'2", 6'3", and he is an absolute lights out shooter, a sniper, a marksman. A um, couple episodes back, and you can check the channel. I did a I did a show about whether or not he's the greatest shooter of all time. Now he's up there on that list. Whether or not you think he is, um, you know, that's that's a very good discussion. But he is one of the greatest shooters of all time. And why is that more influential? Because the game has literally changed because of the way that he plays it. You see, so many other players and kids, especially on the youth level. You know, they come into the gym and before they're doing layups and all this stuff, they want to pull up from deep outside the three point line because Steph Curry has made it so that a smaller, less athletically gifted person can do these type of things and can have great success on the basketball court. When historically, basketball has been a game that's been dominated by size and athleticism and Steph Curry has changed all of that. And that's that's why I believe that he's arguably the most influential player of his generation now. Um, before we go forward, let's let's hear what noted uh, NBA uh, analyst and uh, ESPN talk show host Stephen A. Smith had to say on his No Mercy podcast regarding Steph Curry and LeBron James. If Steph Curry wins this series and dare I say beats Denver in the next series, because I don't think Devin Booker and Kevin Durant are coming back from that series in Denver. I'm just being real with you. I'm just being real with you. If it ain't going to be a sweep, it's going to be a gentleman's sweep. I don't see it going more than five games. But if Steph Curry manages to beat LeBron and then beat Denver and, dare I say, takes out Philly or Boston, because I believe the winner of that series is going to the NBA Finals. If Steph Curry pulls this off, I think it's a worthy discussion as to whether or not somebody needs to be moved off the Mount Rushmore list of all of basketball in favor of Stephen Curry, the greatest shooter God has ever created. That's right. I said it. Now, I understand y'all sitting up there and y'all saying, what the hell Stephen A talking about? Let me break it down. If he wins, he'll have five titles. That would be more, one more than LeBron James. Four of those titles would have came courtesy of beating LeBron James. And for those that want to point to the fact that he had Kevin Durant and the deck was stacked once Kevin Durant arrived and, you know, from, from OKC to Golden State, I will remind you LeBron stacked the deck when he joined D-Wade and Bosch. 
Just like we want to point to that. Just like you want to point to, oh, well, you know what? LeBron, that first law when he lost to Steph, doesn't count because Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving got hurt and all he had was Matthew Dellavedova. My retort would be, what about 2016 when Adam Silver and the NBA gave LeBron that damn stimulus package by suspending Draymond Green for the kick that got him suspended for game five? That game five, Andre Iguodala and Andrew Bogut gets hurt. And they lose game five and six. And Steph Curry was hurt the whole series. And they ended up losing a 3-1 lead and losing the championship to LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Kyrie shot over Steph. LeBron with the block on the Iguodala layup that still lives in, you know, for, for eternity. We get all of that. We can throw all of that in the mix. But here's the reality. When we're talking about champions, when we talk about, for example, true shooting percentages, we know Steph is number one in history. When we talk about three-point shooting, we know Steph is the greatest God has ever created. LeBron might have him beat in points, rebounds, and assists, even field goal percentage shooting, but certainly not three-point percentage three, uh, shooting. Just like LeBron has revolutionized the game of basketball because of what he can do at six feet nine, 260 pounds, Steph Curry has revolutionized the game because he pulls up from parking lots. The brother pulls up from 40 on the regular. And because of him and his ball move, his movement without the basketball, this dude, you got to have your head on a swivel. Everybody's scared. You got little kids getting out of bed trying to be Steph Curry. So you hear what Stephen A. said, and this to me is very interesting. And I know it's going to piss a lot of LeBron fans off, but there's some truth to this, right? You really have to sit back and think about it. Now, remember what I talked about earlier, Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain. Nobody thinks Bill Russell's the better player, but most people have him ahead of Wilt on the all-time list. Magic and Bird. No one thinks that Magic was the better player, but he's ahead of Bird on most of the all-time list. Now we're getting to a position where Steph Curry and LeBron James. Most people don't believe Steph Curry is the better player than LeBron James, but if he should knock out LeBron James from the playoffs here and go ahead and win another championship, maybe another finals MVP, right? That'd be two finals MVPs, two regular season MVPs, five championships in what? Eight trips, right? Eight trips, seven trips, seven trips, right? Seven trips to the finals, five championships. And, you know, four of them literally at LeBron James's expense. Now we have something that we need to start discussing. Is Steph Curry, should he be ahead of LeBron James on the all-time lists? And I say, why not? Right? Again, I'm not sitting here trying to tell you that he's the better player than LeBron. LeBron's size and the things he can do with that size kind of are the difference makers. But again, Steph Curry, more influential, his success level and the fact that head to head, he's taken you out numerous times. The winning and losing has to matter. So at that point, you've got to put Steph Curry ahead of LeBron James on all these all time lists. And I don't care who says what about LeBron having the weaker team and this, that, and the third. LeBron has tried to stack his team everywhere he went. So I'm not I'm not buying the weaker team issue. You tried to stack your team and it didn't work out in your favor. Don't complain, right? People are going to talk about when Kevin Durant went to the Warriors. Yeah, I didn't agree with that move. I thought it was terrible. But guess what? LeBron, you opened that door. KD walked through it. You can't get upset. And not just LeBron, but those people who are LeBron fans, etc. You can't get upset because KD took what LeBron did, did it better, and then punished LeBron for doing it. Because I truly believe KD wouldn't have made that move if LeBron hadn't made it okay with his move to Miami. So there's that. Now, also, a big thing for me, Steph Curry 
he's not hopping around trying to load up super teams to win championships. He's with the organiz organization that drafted him. And, you know, okay, so they draft better than others and they put better teams together. But that's not his fault. He stays where he was. He's put the work in and uh, he's become a winner. So, again, what I'm thinking is if Steph Curry wins yet another championship and he knocks LeBron off on the way to doing it, well, then we need to have a serious, serious discussion about whether or not Steph Curry should be ahead of LeBron on the all-time list. You can argue if you want. You can be mad if you want. I know the LeBron fans are not going like that, but that's cool. So what I want to hear from you is, do you think that if Steph Curry wins another title and goes past LeBron to get it, that he should be ahead of LeBron James on the all-time list? Can't wait to hear your comments. Leave them in the comments section, and I'm out. Peace.